0: Centering around intimate new interviews with Tony Hawk himself, the film Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off is an all-encompassing look at the skateboarder's life, legendary career, and relationship with the sport which he has been synonymous with for decades. Hawk is a pioneer in modern vertical skating who is still pushing the limits at the age of 53 and remains one of the most influential skateboarders of all time. The film is called Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off. We're joined today by the director, producer, as well as shooter in the film, Sam Jones. Sam, welcome to Film School Radio.
1: Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, terrific stuff. Uh, As I just shared with you, I grew up in this skateboard culture as as a kid and uh there's so much about it that i related to in the film and um i was older than tony is but nonetheless i I just remember that time eventually i moved to huntington beach which was a huge mecca during the 80s for skateboarders there were half pipes all around my neighborhood right by the ocean there there was a crazy amount of activity so watching this is really just a for me a thrill on many different levels but what drew you to tony hawk and, and why By the documentary
1: i've been a skateboarder my whole life i lived in fullerton and i started when i was eight or nine years old i just stayed with it when a lot of you know i grew up on a block with about 13 boys and And eventually there was only two or three of us left that still skated every day. But the first skate parks back then were Concrete Wave and Skatopia in my area. And then little crappy ramps started getting built in the alleyways. And I just loved it so much. I loved everything about skateboarding. It was my mode of transportation. It was my escape. It was my self-confidence builder. And when I went to the skate park, it was also a, a place where I could, you know, see other kids trying to do what I was trying to do. And I just loved it. And I think I first saw Tony in 82 or 83 at Del Mar in San Diego, we would, you know, beg rides from friends that had cars, or we would take the train and go down to Del Mar. So I saw him before the Bones Brigade video came out, but there was talk of him, you know, very, very early on. If if you followed the sport and you were really connected, you knew there was this skinny kid in San Diego that was inventing all these tricks. And I always thought he was just so amazing and he got a lot of crap from a lot of kids which was easy to do back then his father was was one of the parents would help run the contests and things like that but i always just thought he was amazing and so when the first bones brigade video came out i must have watched that thing a thousand times and i really wanted to be a pro that was my ambition and i got on a shop sponsored team and i was competing And we built a massive ramp in Fullerton uh, that Lester Kasai and Neil Blender and a lot of pros would come skate. Uh, But ultimately, I did not have the commitment level that Tony did when it came to the number of hours and the slamming and the the breaking up your body. I I think I just, I realized my limits and my my level of commitment wasn't quite there, but I, I took it pretty far. And so I had always followed Tony's career. And I was I've always been connected to the skate world and I've never really stopped skating. I've built ramps into my 30s and built a massive bowl at one of my houses and you know I the editor and I on this film we would take breaks from cutting the film and we'd go to the skate park. It is in the fabric of my own identity. Obviously not to the extent that it is for Tony, but I can really relate to him in a lot of ways and so it, this is certainly the most personal film I have ever made and more about me than people may, you know, get from the film. But uh, but I've, I feel like I do identify with Tony in a lot of ways.
0: So it, it was a passion project for me from the start. Did you have a either a bumper sticker or a, or a t-shirt that said, skateboarding is not a crime? Oh, they would give those.
1: That vision made those stickers, and yeah. uh, we would get stacks of those things at contests. And you know, I skated all these street spots in Orange County, like Lloyd's Bank and Flower Street and Sadlands. And so we would stick these stickers everywhere. They were, you know, we we'd cut out the letters and make them say different things. And uh, yeah, that that sticker is one of the defining sort of statements of that era for me.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure. When you decided that you wanted to move forward with Project, did you already have some kind of a relationship with Tony? Sounds like you might have, but, and what was his kind of initial take on you wanting to do this?
1: Well, I, I had been around Tony a lot, like I said, yeah. but he didn't notice me. I was just one of the many kids at the skate park. But then I was also around him. I had a partner, one of the production companies I was at that that would occasionally uh, film Tony for various activism commercials or whatever. So a couple of times I did second camera and I don't even think he knew me then, but I did some second camera things on skate videos in the late 90s and early two thousands, but it wasn't, we didn't really connect until 2013 when he came and did uh, my show off camera and he did episode five when it wasn't even on the air, we were just making it and trying to put it out there through just the internet. And then when when I sort of uh, started asking him questions, he realized how how entrenched I was in the sport. And then we became friends pretty quickly after that. But it wasn't until a few more years that I approached him about the idea because I had always assumed that there was already either something out there or something he'd committed to. Because it's Tony Hawk. It's like, and I was pretty surprised that he had not yet said yes to any kind of a documentary project.
0: The film gets into so much about him and his life and you mentioned a word earlier commitment you know i think mm-hmm. that's one of the defining characteristics of tony hawk his commitment is determination his unwillingness to accept failure mm-hmm. and willingness to absorb pain those seem to be sort of defining characteristics of someone who wants to be good at these kinds of sports yeah um,
1: and and it's worth noting that among his peers he also had more of that uh, among you know all of the other pros that were skating in the same contests i think tony's grit and determination and desire and hours put in he stood out even among that group and not not just in general in the
0: population but even within that
1: specific group of athletes
0: and we see that in the opening of the film and mm-hmm. practicing you know over and over practicing something until he feels like he's either got it right or he just kept going. And we see that in the film later on as well, which is a kind of a pivotal moment, not only in his career, but in kind of the, the arc of the story of skateboarding as well. Uh, that uh, one sequence where he, he nails something that I'm not going to give away. I want people to see the film. But he's a, he's a really, truly fascinating character. But I, let's go back and sort of define skateboarding in terms of the sort of ebb and flow of its history, but also... Where Tony kind of slots into the beginning of his his rise and his his in in some sense his story, right?
1: The goal with the film was to introduce Tony in the present and then try to go back and build a uh, narrative structure for the qualities that he had as a person that eventually led him to this place. And I didn't want it to feel like a skate film. I didn't want it to feel like a genre film. I wanted it to feel like a human portrait of someone who has spent his whole life doing a very unconventional thing in an unconventional way. And I think that's the thing that most people who don't skate don't get right, is that there's kind of this perception that these people are adrenaline junkies or they have a death wish or they're crazy. And and I wanted to show Tony first and foremost as a human being. And you know I don't even think of skating. I mean, obviously it's an athletic pursuit and it's defined as a sport and it's in the Olympics, but to me, it's a lifestyle and it's a community and it is a art form and it's a, it's creative expression. So that was important to me to sort of establish from the beginning of the film.
0: And he comes along in the history of skateboarding in what I would call, correct me if I'm wrong, in kind of the second wave of the popularity of skateboard.
1: Yeah. The first generation was Tony Alva, Stacey Peralta, Doug Saldino, Jay Adams, Dwayne Peters. That was sort of the first vertical generation of skaters. Would that and be
0: fair would that be fair? The Lords of Dogtown, is that what would, would it kind of how yes? I mean,
1: you know, there's the very earliest stuff. You think of you think of like Dogtown and Z Boys and, and yeah. the Zephyr boys that would right. compete in slalom and all kinds of different pursuits. And then and then you have you you have them discovering backyard pools, right? And that sort of brings on that group that i consider first generation but the the difference is the second generation i think that tony's included when they discovered skateboards, skate parks they'd already start to have been built you have kids like tony and steve caballero mike mcgill and lance mountain and that group of kids you know sort of being the unwitting test subjects for these engineers that would build uh, skate parks and try to learn how to make uh, terrain for skaters. And, and so y- you had, in terms of the vertical generation, it was the first generation that that sort of learned what was possible with vertical skating. It wasn't to get the feeling of being on a wave. It became its own thing with, yeah. with Tony's
0: generation. I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Sam Jones. He's the director of a documentary film called Tony Hawk, Until the Wheels Fall Off. It is currently on HBO Max. You want to check this out. It is a fantastic documentary film. You know, in terms of the, the sort of defining the history of, there's sort of the steel wheels era of skateboarding, and then there's the polyurethane. Well, don't other, forget the
1: clay wheels. The, the clay, clay wheels, wheels were form. sort of the, you know, the steel wheels came off roller skates, then the clay wheels were like on the boards, like the Black Knight. Right. And they were even worse than the steel wheels because- yeah. You hit the tiniest pebble and you were on your face, but the urethane wheels and then the, um, the enclosed precision bearings, that was, that yeah. was sort of the big innovation for yeah. sure. And then grip tape. Yeah. Yeah. Can't forget about grip tape. <laughs>
0: this is true. It, yeah. There's so much here to recommend just as you're describing it, Sam. I mean, it is not only that history, that kind of watching uh, a generation of athletes really coming into their own, the culture the sort of acceptance and non-acceptance, the kind of winning over your peers, and all of this. There's a lot here, but also his family life, his his kids, his mom. He was born to an older. His mom was older when he was born, so you see a lot of him. And also, he when he blew up in terms of his his name identification, sure, to something of a kind of an iconic figure, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's the impact that must have had on him. And I mean, we see it in the film, but what what a remarkable turn of events that was for him
1: yeah and and you know i'm someone who's always been interested in process and in the moment when someone sort of figures out not only what they want but how to get it or or to see the process uh, of figuring that out that journey to me that's what i keep coming back to because i'm always trying to solve the problem of okay i see this fully formed person whoever it is an artist a writer a filmmaker, whatever. And you go, well, how did they become that? How did they become the person that can make things that seem so advanced and so fully realized, whether that's creative pursuit or an athletic pursuit or whatever. And so with this film, I really wanted to try to put together the puzzle of, you know, the ingredients that made Tony Hawk and the, the people in his life that helped him get there and the things he had inside him when he was born versus the thing he learned the thing, you know, nature versus nurture and those kinds of things. That's always fascinating to me. And with Tony, I think he was, he's always been a bit of a mystery because he's a pretty quiet guy. He lets his accomplishments do most of the talking. And and that was interesting for me is to try to put it all together and tell my own history with the sport through him. And I don't know, in some weird way, I feel like the whole film was about me sort of explaining why I loved it so much so that people that, have never stepped on a skateboard can understand it and, and you know that starts with my parents they never saw me compete and they never really sort of understood how into it I was yeah. and how much it defined me and in a way it was my coming of age it was my confidence builder and it it was my freedom so to explore Tony was sort of to explore my own coming of age as well and my own backstory
0: well congratulations as someone who used to skateboard on steel wheels and used to uh hang around the Newport pier, jumping over curbs and stuff like that. When I was a teenager uh, and the the ocean breeze in my face and riding around, it was just, it's an amazing feeling until you've done it and been around it for a little bit. Uh, you don't quite know. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, there's just so many things to recommend about it and it's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah. It's fun.
1: It's- and, uh, <laughs> and if you, if you, you know, at an early age, if you sort of demand that there's fun in your life and that becomes your, your base setting for everything you'll accept into your life, then I think that you'll have a a more successful life because you won't ever feel like you're working. Exactly right.
0: The film again is called Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off. And I want to thank our guest today, director, producer, and director of photography. And that would be Sam Jones. Sam, thank you so very much and come back anytime. Really appreciate it. Oh, Mike, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.